You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Kelsey Derra. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. As soon as we introduce you, you can say hi. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone you can pauses. Talk, you can talk. Well, your your podcast is so beautifully edited with the music and shit, so I didn't want to fuck up the flow. But can I just say, Florence and Reed, like you guys were meant to have a fucking duo of <laughs> entertainment. Like those are the perfect names. Oh, thank you. It's so, so true. I'm so excited to have you on our podcast because your podcast is actually one of my favorite podcasts <gasps> to listen to. Yeah. So this is like. It's so cool. I just got a mad ego boner. You guys are are infinitely cooler than me. Oh, stop it. We're fangirling so much that our our, universe is going to implode. It can't handle this much. (laughs) So please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. I'm a comedian and mental health and sex positive activist in Los Angeles, California. And I got a podcast that's... I think probably the tamer version of Come Curious, where, well, I don't know. It we gets get pretty, pretty deep sometimes. We get pretty wild yeah. over there. I listened to your anal episode the other day whilst I was on my One walk. My <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're tame over here. Anal, uh, from four points of view. Yeah, we're the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. So we want it to be kind of a safe, inclusive space where you can come and be like, hey, I know the world's changing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just kind of want to learn and be able to fuck mm. up and, and learn and have fun and maybe laugh and cry. Mm, yeah, exactly. This is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, yeah. I'm a sexpert and I fucking know everything. Absolutely no. not. Because it's yeah. just this new information nah. coming out all the goddamn time. Yeah. And that's why and it's so amazing having guests on. You learn mm-hmm. so much from every single person that you have on your podcast. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's a bit narcissist for those people who just have themselves. Like, that's a YouTube channel. That's appropriate there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, podcast is just narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love the sound of my own voice. So (laughs) buttery, so smooth. Yeah. Stop it, you guys are turning me the fuck off. Love. With your fucking accents. (laughs) Fuck number one. The last fuck. I'm in an open relationship, Amazing. so I'm sure it was with my partner, but that's not fun, right? So let's go to my last open fuck, <laughs> which Why was is amazing. That <laughs> <laughs> it's fun in a way that, like, I'm sure I think is really cute and sweet, but I feel like listeners, don't they want the juice? Don't they want the drippy, like... I mean, your partner could still well, give you that juice. You're like, nah, he didn't. Okay, no, fair enough, fair enough. The last book, actually, I think was a crazed, like, quarantine haze because on my anal episode, which was a few weeks ago, mm. I talked pretty openly about how I wish I was an anal girl. I wish. Yeah, same. I've heard nothing but fantastic fucking things. I think it's so hot. 
I've heard stories where girls are just like, yeah, do it. And I'm like, huh? That's never happened for me. It feels like I'm shitting a dick yeah, all the time. All the time. And like, you can yeah. come from anal and I want to be that girl. I want to be able to come from anal, please. Well, bitch, Lord, let me, me tell you. <laughs> what? Quarantine did something to my butthole. What? It didn't go all the, it wasn't full anal, but like, yeah. what is full anal? Yeah. But I did totally come from... <gasps> Quarter anal. Oh my god. Quarter anal. Quarter anal. I love that. <laughs> oh my god. Congratulations. That's yeah. amazing. That is so thank fun. You. So now you yeah, are an anal girl. I think I'm an anal girl and I have quarantine to thank for that. Yeah. Right? yeah. But we forget what was it about just, quarantine. I think we've just gone crazy. <laughs> That's good. Like, I think we've just been fucking and like, oh, I'll give you, I can't give you a surprise blowjob because I know you're sitting in your video game room for like 10 hours. Like, it's just not sexy, right? It's hard to be sexy right now. So I it think is we hard. just, mm-hmm. we just got weird. You take can it. I tell you something funny yeah. that I could never say on my podcast because my, my dad and mom listen to Is oh. <laughs> <laughs> that halfway through, I was like, ow, this hurts. I'm going to put it back in the regular hole. And, uh, he thought he was still in my ass. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. And what? fully finished in me, and I'm not on birth control. <gasps> yeah. and oh shit. I, yeah, and I was like, did you just, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, no, bitch. <laughs> no. That was my vagina. <laughs> and so it was probably like the first time we had to leave the house was to go get plan B from Fuck. Yes. And thank thank God they have it. But Jesus Christ. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. It was hysterically so terrifying. Uh, but funny like, as What well. does it say about my ass that it feels like my pussy? I mean, that says great things. Um, <laughs> it's just a little bit gaping. Well, yeah, just look. It's fine. It's fine. Some guys like a little space, okay? Oh, you saw it the other way around. Like, yeah, like you've got a gaping asshole rather than a tight pussy. But you yeah. must have a really tight pussy. I don't think. I'm 100% sure now. <laughs> no. So they're just both gaping. You're like, I don't like. do my kegels. Yeah. I just. Yeah. No, listen. I've been around a lot of pussy in my day. I don't have a tight one. I don't care. Well, I mean, <laughs> it made him spaff inside you, so that's all that counts. <laughs> I'm going to take that British Fuck two. The first fuck. Um, okay, so my first time is actually very curious because I didn't know that I had actually had my first time until I was older because oh, I a hundred and fifty thousand percent had sex with women and my girlfriends yes. before uh-huh. I ever had a male traditional insertion of dick in V and mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know that until I became part of this like liberal woke culture that you know taught me sex doesn't equal penetration and I was yes. like I didn't lose my virginity to that fucking idiot Jerry Sianci in the back of his truck in a parking lot. <laughs> I had like beautiful, explorative, like sensual, like, oh my God, I had such oh. great sex with my girlfriends when we were in like, you know, eighth, ninth grade. Like it was young, what, but what's we eighth, knew what we were doing. Yeah, what's eighth, ninth grade? Like how, what, what's the age there? I think we were probably like 14, 15. Yeah, that's not- is about... Yeah, yeah, that's not that long for like sexually exploring. Yeah. I-, I lost my virginity when I was 15 and I was mm. like doing other stuff. 
with women yeah, beforehand. Totally. Yeah, totally. Is, wasn't it such like an, an epiphany moment when you found out it doesn't mean penetrative sex doesn't mean you lose your virginity? Like we, it blew our fucking minds. Yeah, because you're like, wait. The, it first it confused me because I was like, then what does sex mean? Is it yeah. an experience? Is it climaxing? <laughs> like I truly didn't fucking know. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this is such a recent thing made me go like well, what is sex going to be in 10 years from now? Like, will Ooh. I have more epiphanies as I grow up of like even better experiences? I was yeah. going to say, yeah, like in the future is losing your virginity the first time you like mentally fuck someone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, though, Or bitch. just like losing your virginity virginity could literally be the first time you masturbate because that's solo sex yes and solo sex is as equal as partner sex as we keep forgetting yeah not on a pedestal in that Mm. case then i if if that's true (laughs) then i for sure lost my virginity to myself when i was three yes (laughs) yeah because you can you can have like the, oh, yeah. There are cases showing, I mean, it's it's very hard to talk about, but you can orgasm at any age and <laughs> you can experience pleasure at any fucking age. It's mad. Yeah. yeah. No, my, I've told this story on the podcast before, but my parents like took my sister and I to a baby psychologist being like, they won't stop humping things. And the doctor was like, man, just let them kind of hump it out. They'll, they'll figure it oh out. Oh my God, that's like, so like good. a dog. Like, let them yeah. hump it out, you know, yeah. just don't like, get tired. Before we could walk or talk, my sister would be like humping the side of like her bedpost. And my parents were like, what did we do? We should not have done acid when we yeah. were pregnant. <laughs> we broke our children. That's yeah, so that's good. That's a good point. You better write that shit down y'all because y'all coming y'all say it, y'all coming up with some shit right now <laughs> like the first time that i realized what masturbation was was when me and my friend i think we must have been like i don't know younger than 10 or something and i had this little mouse toy that you pulled on a lever and when you let it go it vibrated but, <laughs> and it was supposed to like make it move along if you put it on like a flat surface yeah. but we were using this as like a medical device playing doctors like going okay like you're okay here you're okay here and then she put it like down there on your pussy and i was like oh that's those toy manufacturers uh, fucking knew what they were doing yeah they kind of did and then and then i had like this vibrating pen did anyone ever have those (laughs) vibrating pens that made the writing go squiggly that was my first vibrator yeah wow mine was a pillow a a neck pillow from airport that you press (gasps) the little button here and the whole pillow vibrated what i want one but i think it fucked me up i think it fucked me up because i think if i would have had like a more specific pen yeah Yeah. like you're talking about florence i think i would have had like a more targeted orgasm but now i feel like i learned a larger oh. way if that makes sense like a more spread out way yeah. really like a bigger orgasm like, like, a, you like a bigger surface yeah. area rather than yeah. like something that's like minute you, and pointy but do you think like that is because of like how we used to masturbate or do you think that's just like how our bodies are because like mm-hmm. that's quite interesting mm-hmm. that i i have a theory you might have heard this on my podcast but i have a theory that because i masturbated the same way for years hiding yeah. it in my bathroom and I had to lift my leg up to lay on the floor a certain way to hide it from like <laughs> yeah. my parents and stuff 
that I'm certain my labia formed a certain way on the right side. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like 100% sure that that's why it like folded over a certain way on the right side. Because that's I just so interesting. Laid that, that way. But I, that's curious. I don't know if that informs like your nervous system mm. or like your, your pleasure So center. when you have like an orgasm, can you not like just focus on your clitoris? Do you have to like <gasps> really incorporate everything? Oh my God. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I am not a clitorally stimulated person. Mm. In fact, like I prefer, like, I will probably get just as much pleasure as someone like squeezing the back of my thigh or like my like rib cage or something. Yeah. I think my shit's just spread out. I don't know. That's amazing. You've just got like one giant clit. (laughs) I am a clitoris. I am a Clitoris. Fuck three. The best fuck. Okay, are you guys ready for this? I was thinking mm, this. So the ready. Best. The best fuck I ever had was that summer I spent in Kent because a oh. British guy was the first guy to ever go down on me. No way. Really? <gasps> I mean, fuck American guys. Wow. Big fuck you to the the bros out here. Y'all don't eat pussy early <laughs> enough. I had what? to go all across the ocean <laughs> to get eaten out. Yeah, it's like the most most expensive pussy ever. Maybe that's actually a thing because my first ever boyfriend was obsessed with eating yeah. me out when but I was like just, sixteen. Not that's, a thing. That's so like, interesting. I don't remember in high school, you know, when everyone was fucking like fucking wild rabbits. Mm. None of my girlfriends were like, he eat this pussy so good. No. We were like, <laughs> did you give him a blowjob? Did you did you do good? Did you use teeth? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you do good? There was something about that boy. And I will never forget the feeling. As soon, I remember him going down and he kept going down. I was like, oh my God, this it's going to happen. Holy shit. And like the first little like, credit card swipe of his tongue i remember being like (laughs) (laughs) the fucking clouds clear and the angels sang in like waving like old british flags and i was just like oh this is it it was unreal and that is a memory that will stick in my head and then i found out like months later via facebook that he cheated on me and it was no, really no. <gasps> via facebook over oh. facebook he had like some girl had tagged him in photos at the club and oh. we were like 16 or something and yeah, it was my heart first like i was like you went down on me <laughs> did you go down you on her like, too yeah <laughs> i <laughs> own <was> you <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, oh. now we're like very good movies. we're actually still really good friends i'm tight oh, really? with all this family yeah because he's like a a relative of a close family family member so we're still all very connected right that's good and plus like you're 16 you're both doing dumb stuff and you're both learning oh yeah i cheated all the time when i was a teen <laughs> did you yeah it was drama. i was drama honey i was a leo gemini rising and moon i was a, <laughs> i was an emotional fucking basket case <laughs> i think everyone was though at that age yeah, that I, was my second answer. Was that m- the best fuck was probably like one of those teen ones when your your hormones mm-hmm. just you can't match that. You just can't. Ma- you can come like out of this world better than you've ever come in your life because you're an adult and you know your body and you know how to communicate. Mm. But that 
horny fucking teen. Yeah. <gasps> Were you like, Energy. you just fuck anywhere and do like really it, dumb stuff just to get fucked. It's the best. And like, yeah. just yeah. like, it's not even just the fucking, it's like the kissing, the making yes. out, the like, uh, the how like hot you feel for each other. Yeah. The there's like electricity, there's sparks. Oh the my pining. God. It's the Mate. best. Especially when you're like living with your parents, like the pining of like your 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 heart is aching, your body is aching because you want them so fucking bad. Oh, and it's dirty. You have to sneak yeah. out. You have to like plan to go to a party at the same time. It's just so much more effort. So the reward is a lot higher. Where now it's like, I got a sex toy fucking drawer labeled for just pink things. Like yeah. I have so much freedom <laughs> that I'm just like, is it that special? Of course you find it in other ways, but... Yeah. My poor boyfriend, who is not like such a dud on this. No, I come very well. Okay. I'm a good comer. Uh-huh. Is he in any of your stories? Or... <laughs> but you're like, maybe the worst one. No. You know what's funny is I wrote like multiples just in case. And then again, like I put the best fuck was like probably my current partner because in my diary, the first night we ever hooked up, in my journal, I came home at like three in the morning, all fucked up, all drunk. And I yeah. wrote like, this was different. Like, <laughs> this, this, so lovely. like, I thought it was just like a toss around the sheets, like, oh, drunken, like hot, like two people yeah. just like that. And when he kissed me the first time we were in bed, I just, my stomach dropped. And I was like, this, whoa, this yeah. is a different. I have never felt that kind of kiss from like what I thought was going to be just like a fuck boy DJ. Yeah, like, that's so beautiful. Kissed. Yeah, so that's cheesy, but no, no, no we love the cheese. All. Like when when I well when we recorded our own episodes and I talked about my best fuck, mine was with my like ex ex partner because like the first yeah. time that you sleep with someone that you have that connection with, mm-hmm. it's just like whoa it's different it's that so different. different and that's you when you lock do- them down for a reason mm. <laughs> yeah well yeah, there's I a reason that, but... with me. i changed him <laughs> head. i was like you stay here now <laughs> you're mine <laughs> fuck number four the worst fuck okay i have two but i'll i'll say both and you guys tell me which one you would rather hear about okay okay uh the dry jealousy unicorn or the emotional get away from me sex i mean i have to hear about unicorn especially because it's dry that sounds so fucking good (laughs) okay here's my thing about threesomes being in an open relationship being bisexual everyone's first thought is like oh my god you must fuck all the time not true Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god you must be just like a huge slut yes that is true uh, <laughs> oh my god you must get to like oh that's so hot yes it is true but <laughs> successful threesomes are very hard to achieve in terms of like mm. everyone having a come and a good time oh yes yeah. yeah there are so many hands involved there's so many holes involved and everyone's fucking mouth gets dry Oh, period so especially oh. if you're like having a little drink like a little liquid courage to like get mm-hmm. there your mouth is so fucking dry like two minutes in and it can ruin the entire experience so all of that to say i had a threesome when i was in college with a this was before i was like the out loud proud like activist bisexual i was still just kind of like feeling it out yeah uh, between like my social circle and this girl and her boyfriend and I were in a play together and 
you could tell she was doing it for him. And I, mm. we didn't have any communication before. We didn't talk about boundaries. I mean, we were in our uh, early 20s. We didn't even know what boundaries and communication and sex was. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, during the threesome, <laughs> first of all, everyone's mouth got dry, like, two minutes in, which, if you, have you ever kissed another dry person's mouth? It's like sandpaper. Oh, like, that sounds Things are sticking. You're just like, oh, my, ugh. And then she got this like raging jealousy where I was not allowed to touch him at oh, all fuck. because like the second we like dry sandpaper kissed, she just like something went off in her and it became a, like a wrestling game where she was like fucking elbowing me and the oh fucking my moving my neck and head around. And I was like, oh my God, I don't like this. Like. I'm trying to enjoy this. And I didn't know at that age that I could have just been like, eh, this ain't for me. I'll see you guys later. Like, yeah. you guys have fun. Yeah. I tried to, to like, will it out. And it was so awkward. I mean, she literally would, like, take my hand away oh and, like, put God. it on her body. And so after we were done and nobody came, she was crying. Oh, they went oh. to another room to fight. And I was like, I'm just going to peace out. And then we had to like see each other for this play all the time. Oh. Oh. And it became so awkward because she and I had this like best friend scene together. And it just was like never the fucking oh. same. And then like oh. months later, after the play was done, after we graduated, he and I fucked on our own. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the the worst fuck turned into maybe a decent fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, she must have known that he liked you and then just like all of her <laughs> maybe. Like, issues and shit just arose and she just couldn't handle it. I mean that, that yeah. that's where the jealousy comes from. It's like the the lack of self confidence and belief mm. that like you know that they're with you for a reason that yeah yeah well, it, that's yeah, hard and, yeah that's and what i don't think is. we yeah i don't think we like he and i didn't even really like know we liked each other we were kind of just like yeah we both want to fuck mm. this girl i'm trying yeah. not to say their names um and mm. i think because we weren't allowed to that's what drove us to fuck later because we were like oh we weren't ever supposed to touch each other this is hot like let's do it yeah now. that makes it like, so much more we have no yeah but there's something too about like jealousy with sex and like you know i've said on the, my podcast before that if you're going to be an open relationship and you're going to be having threesomes and if you're going to be experimenting like that you have to be okay with your partner wanting to fuck someone hotter or funnier or yes. insert x trait than you you just have to be okay with that yeah. you have to know that there are other people out there in the world who have things that you don't and it's not that it's anything you're lacking you just have to be okay with understanding why that would be appealing to your partner yeah. and like the self-confidence you have to have man that's so i mean not saying that can. i'm like the was, most self-confident person but was that like a process for you were you like always okay with it or um i would have told you you were fucking crazy like three or four years ago if you told me i was gonna like my partner fucking other people without me yeah. i would have been like you're fucking crazy no that's yeah. because that's what i thought i was supposed to be jealous yeah. yeah and then it didn't turn into so much of like a cock fetish like i didn't like i i don't like any part of humiliation during sex that's just mm -hmm. i haven't found that kink yet but the power i feel of letting my boyfriend go fuck someone else that's what I get fucking off. Yeah, on. that's where I'm like, tell me all the details because like I let you, like I'm loaning you out for the night. That's yes. where I get the like hot vibes of like 
the openness is fine yeah it's like slightly and, pimp yeah. <laughs> love yes. yeah yes and i'm someone who likes all the details like i'm like tell me fuck it everything what does she yes. smell like what was she wearing like tell me everything film it if she's cool with it like send it to me but i know not everyone's like that i think yeah. if you feel any like hurt in your tummy or your chest even like thinking about it nope yeah don't do it don't do it it is like a real slow process it's funny because i'm the same i like i like knowing all the details but thomas really doesn't he doesn't Mm. and i try and talk to him about the details and he's a bit like like okay i'm listening but i know he's he's not asking questions he's not as eager and i'm like i want to talk to you about this like it's fun yeah well you can call me now yeah i'll just just (laughs) oh my god i have to tell you that's crazy fun I can't wait. No, I think, yeah, it's it's a slow process. That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. but then, like, jealousy isn't always going to... Well, jealousy is always going to be there, but it's more like learning to process it and realising that it's going to pass. Like, for the mm. first... I was in a monogamous relationship, but then since being single, I was kind of, like, experimenting with non-monogamy mm. and, like, seeing someone, but then also seeing other people. Yeah, and, like, when we good. were chatting about, like, him chatting to other people or going to meet up with other people, mm. like, I did have those, like, mm. pangs of jealousy, but they just went. Like, and then mm. the next day I was like... I'm fine with it. Like, weirdly, yeah, fine. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, you bring up a good point, especially, mm. I think, in the beginning of a relationship is that's such a crucial time to look at those feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, so many women I know are always trying to be, like, the cool girl or, like, oh, I don't care. Like, yeah, do whatever mm. you want. Like, I'm just fucking you. Like, when we do get emotionally attached and we have a hard time admitting it, like, Florence, you bring, that's such a good point of, like, in the beginning is really about that self-examination. Like, are you being honest with yourself? Like, Mm -hmm. are you really okay with it? Do you really not care? Or are you just trying to... Yeah. Yeah, be somebody or not. Yeah. That's why communication and honesty is, like, so important Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Like, you both need to know, like, where you're both at in your lives, what you're both looking Mm -hmm. for, how you both Mm -hmm. feel for each other. Like, otherwise, shit's gonna get messed up eventually. Like, in my last relationship, we definitely didn't communicate enough Mm because, like, I don't know. I don't even know why. We just didn't. It probably was just maybe from the get-go... You yeah. didn't have that communication put in place, and uh, yeah, it's kind of, if that's really established, learned. it's yeah, yeah. You don't know the language. Yeah. Like, we don't know mm. the tools to communicate. It's like and you don't we, know who you are yet. Yeah, yeah. Like with especially with with non-monogamy, you are gonna make mistakes, and there are gonna be times where you're like, mm. oh my god, yeah, like completely go and fuck this person, and then when it happens, mm. you're gonna feel hurt and upset and jealous, and that's okay. And it's okay to go back to your partner and say like, hey, this is actually the way I'm feeling. Like, I, it's surprising myself. Let's yeah. try and figure out how to get through it together. Because yeah, some totally. some stuff that I get jealous about really surprises me. Like if mm-hmm. if Thomas draws another girl, like he can fuck another girl, but he draws somebody and I'm like, huh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like I'm happy for you. But I'm also like, wow, that, that actually kind of stings. But it's also kind of nice because I haven't felt that way and that strongly mm. about it for so long. I'm like, yeah, mm. like, okay, cool. Like this hurts, but give me more. Yeah, totally. And I think something to point out too is like, non-monogamous people aren't any better than monogamous people yeah like i think people think that like that's a level to achieve in your relationship Mm -hmm. and it's just not true like if you're not fucking comfortable with that shit i don't care like what your background and religion and all that shit is of like the shame if you come to an age where you fucking know yourself and that's just not your vibe like we're not any better 
we're not any better than <laughs> all y'all motherfucking normies who just want to fuck one person. It's totally cool. I think it's like whatever makes you able to be your fullest self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like Just fill out. <clears throat> Why is it so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I'm like, I can't <laughs> do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <clears throat> with over a thousand, with over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you think I need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey, (laughs) meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage. And also I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but (laughs) I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. (gasps) Oh, wow. So... In all spirit of masturbation, May, we're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, May, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation. Which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more? The technique thing has been blowing my mind, like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like not going straight into G-spot stimulation, she's explaining everything that you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot 
externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and... They have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. I think, honestly, and this might be something that didn't change me for the better until I was older. But the first time I lost my virgin, my dick virginity to that guy in the back of his truck in a parking lot, <laughs> he like went to school the next day and told everyone <gasps> that I was a virgin because I bled on his seat. Fuck. And I had like, you know, that wasn't really like information that anyone was thinking about. And I just remember feeling such a loss of power mm. of like other people knowing about my sex life without it being in my in your hands. Mm -hmm. And it was just so typical and so like classic high school movie, like make fun of like bullying and just it fucking changed me. Like it fucking mm. changed me. And I think in a way it wasn't till years later that I kind of became grateful for that moment because I think it's what made me so strong and liberal and like able to take my fucking power back and so like in a way i'm grateful for it because guess what i fucking seen that guy recently and he ain't doing the best like he's kind of the same fucking guy <laughs> from high school like he's kind of the same fucking idiot and i'm just like in that moment i am like i you are close-minded i do feel sorry for you yeah. i do feel like, like he's just the same fucking guy yeah. and have you ever thought how, to confront him and to message him, be like, you know that thing that you did? That was really shitty and it stayed with me for a long time and see his reaction, see how he takes That's it. Beautiful idea. Because we still have mutual friends. Like I, I moved away from Florida, but mm -hmm. I still have friends that like will come out to LA yeah. for work or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we still have like, we totally still have, a, like we follow each other on Instagram. I it, totally fucking could. It, it would be yeah. a good learning for him like to know. I'm sure he knows that that was a really yeah. shit thing to do, but it'd be good to remind him that he was a piece of and shit. And you know what? Him. I feel like I can already <laughs> see his fucking reaction. I can already see his reaction of like, yeah, I was an asshole. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, like, you know? I suppose that's like, good. Like, what, learn... what would you mm. want from that though? Would you want him being like, oh, fuck off, you were a slut anyway or something? Or would you want, would you want him to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm devastated. 
said, I can't believe no. I hurt you. Like, what would the be reaction you want? I don't even think that. I think my, gen- my, my best case scenario would him be like, you're right. And I'm going to teach my son not to be that. Oh way. my God, that, that would be beautiful. But he's I know. I know he's not fucking capable of that. So it's like, it's why am I wasting anybody. my energy? Yeah. But maybe I'll just yeah. message him that. Be like, this is what happened. You fucking hurt me. I hope you one day you will teach your son not to do that to women. Yeah. 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 I'd like to think that the younger generation will be different because like we did grow up in a time where people were just such dicks and like so unopen about things and like we didn't know anything basically Mm. especially when it came to sex like it was it was Mm -hmm. so taboo and like it was just like it, it was always like catcalling in the in the playground in just the like street. i remember yeah, being like shouted yelling. at like i w- i think i was 17 went to a new year's Ugh. eve party got fingered by a guy and then the week after at school he shouted across the playground that i had like lo- like i was really hairy down there Fucking and i was just asshole. like oh my god like what, what is wrong yeah. with these- what is wrong with people what is wrong with them it's like remember a time when we used to laugh at gay people like haha you're gay you're yeah. a lesbian you you like, yeah. how ridiculous is that like, oh and, my gosh. and now we're, yeah. now it's like ridiculous it's like oh uh, trans like what like what the hell's going to come up in the future I, that's i'm, what I'm so saying. excited and that's what like i it it scares me because when I still go home for like the holidays and shit, I forget that like we live in like London and LA and these very like liberal, beautiful we do the bubbles. Yeah. And when I go home, I'm like, oh no, we still have so much work to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So much fucking work yeah. to do. I did want to go back to your story slightly because mm. maybe do you have any advice on like how to take something like that happening to you where someone outs you to like the whole of the school? Like how did you mm. take that? And like turn that into like you feeling more powerful. I definitely, if I could go back and redo it, I would have fucking stood up for myself. Yeah. I think I was so afraid of reputation because this was a guy who was on the football team. He was very well known. He had a lot of money. He like threw all the parties. He had a lot of power. And I think in that age group and in that area of my life, I was not necessarily a follower, but I just allowed the social patriarchy to reign. Yeah. And if I could go back mm. and do it all over again, I would fucking cut that shit up. I would start a feminist fucking book club. I would start sex education way fucking younger. Yeah. I would give young women different media to look at, different books to read. Like, I know that's a lot, but if someone is in that situation, I would call their ass out. Yeah. I would fucking make a mess of it i would be loud as fuck <sighs> i would be a disruptor i would say shit man i would yeah. call them out and maybe it's fueled by anger right like maybe that's not the right take but i yeah. think at that age i was just so ragefully yeah that... the rage is there it's also like not just teaching women but clearly we need to teach men as well like we need like a little feminist men's club like that would be lovely yeah yeah like our it, it's cool now when like the football players are in the drama club like yeah that is that so hot deal. as well and they're like <sighs> dumb and then they know how to like act like othello really well and you're like oh my god my pussy so <laughs> it screams it's hot y'all it's hot and like you bring up such a good point about teaching young men because any guy that I have talked to and like my partner actually opened my eyes up to this at that age, you are not fucking as a, as a guy for women, you are fucking for other men. Yeah, you are absolutely. fucking to go and tell all your friends, you're not fucking for your self pleasure. You're not fucking to make her come. You are fucking for other dudes. Yeah. And so I think when it comes down to education about what sex is, I think we also need to change the narrative of like, 
why we're having sex at that age. For fuck's sake. So this week's sex question is, I am so, so, so in love with my fiance and I have no doubt that this is the man I want to spend my life with. But our sex is so basic. And because I'm insecure about my body and what I'm doing since he was my first, we end up mainly focusing on his pleasure. Because I'm too scared to tell him what I want slash need. He is so lovely and easy to talk to, but most of the time it's like I'm stopping myself and thinking I just want him to enjoy it. And honestly, I'm a bit scared that I'm going to have a boring sex life for the rest of my life. Oh, babe. Oh, that's wow. fucking hard, that is. It, it, really it does really sound like like you've recognised that there is more of a problem with your communication than with mm. his. So it's probably something that you need to explore more and like why communication is hard for you and why his pleasure comes first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like definitely, I mean, like shout out to my therapist. I had a therapy appointment today. Get a mm-hmm. therapist because they help oh unlock shit so much. That was going to be my advice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be like, get a fucking therapist and this will all get solved. Yeah, it will <laughs> yeah. be solved. You can have like the happiest, most sexual, most amazing marriage if you get a therapist. Yeah. And the ther- and you and you want therapy. Therapy only works if you're like willing to to do everything they say and to take in the information, mm-hmm. even if it sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that that sounds that sounds real difficult. But thank yeah. you for messaging in with that. I mean, she's obviously open to like wanting to communicate about it and mm-hmm. she knows what she wants. It's just about like building the courage basically to have mm-hmm. those conversations. Um, which obviously mm-hmm. can be really daunting because especially if sex isn't a natural topic between you guys, mm-hmm. then it can be really hard to bring up. But it mm-hmm. is always about like biting that bullet and just mm-hmm asking that question or bringing Mm -hmm. the conversation up in in a way that's like more comfortable to you um Mm -hmm. it's or maybe even like through text like if you can't say it in person just just be like look i've got a question for you i feel too embarrassed to actually ask you in person but i really want to talk about this and this is how i feel yeah Yeah. and if they're your fiance Mm. Girl, and like, I, it's obviously such a loaded question, and I love that she came out with like, I love, 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 love him because that is so yeah. sweet, and that means that there's like such potential here. Like, you don't know how great the sex can be, and by thinking too much into the future of the unknown mm. and and assuming you're gonna have boring sex for the rest of your life is gonna affect your relationship in other ways. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, over yeah. time, you're just gonna if you don't figure this shit out now, you're gonna mentalize the future as unsatisfying and so my biggest advice would be like figure this shit out before you get married and Mm -hmm. that's exactly what a therapist will do is help you figure out a way because I hate confrontation I cry around authority I cannot have the hard conversation that's always been like a flaw in my personality Mm -hmm. but a therapist literally she would tell me what to say and I would write it down as like and then I would like read it to the person that I needed Mm. to have that hard conversation with and it it Mm -hmm. might not get solved in one conversation know that this is gonna be yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a long journey it'll be a process but as long as you're both open to it I'm sure I'm sure if he like he loves you as well obviously he's gonna be open to he'll want to pleasure you 
Yeah, it's just, it's it's just about it, we're not saying it it's it's not going to be difficult and it's not going to be awkward, especially mm. if you haven't had that sexual communication originally that makes it so easy. But there's there's it's never too late to start like this. Just you messaging us into the podcast is like your first stepping <laughs> yeah. stone to making this totally. ha- like for the best sex of the rest of your life, you know, yeah. but 100 yeah. percent if you can get a therapist, look at. Uh, psychosexual therapists um, mm-hmm. are really good and they, they do unlock a lot of stuff that's going mm-hmm. on because it might just be something that you had no idea is actually blocking you. It might be something like maybe your dad never spoke to you in the in the past so like you find it difficult to speak to men. Yeah, it's some, some crazy shit like that. Um, it's always the parents. Plus always it's the always the fucking parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that like, and that like sex changes over time it does like what you like right now i'm assuming they're a young mm-hmm. yeah they must person young woman it's going to change like what i liked even 2 years ago changed yeah. and so if you can unlock that conversation now it's only going to benefit you in the future that mm-hmm. when the waves come of change that you're going to be able to have that open dialogue because the sex you have now is not going to be the sex you have forever. It just no. isn't. It's not the way that our bodies work. Like you are going to have to adapt or die, as they say. Adapt or die. Adapt or die. No, yeah, it's going to get better. It's just about being positive and like wanting to make the change, which you already are. So mm-hmm. clearly, fucking hell. So this week's sex story is. It was the middle of the day and I was home alone. Everyone was at work, or so I thought. I was in a dom-sub relationship with my ex at the time. In brackets, I was the sub. And he called me... He called me in the middle of the day and demanded we had phone sex. I used to call him daddy, so... Oh, fuck. I can see where this is going. Oh, my God, same. I'm dying already. So he can... Wait, so as he was giving me instructions over the phone, I was repeatedly saying, yes, daddy, louder and louder as I reached climax. Honestly, it was the hottest shit ever. Because I was alone, I was being really loud and just losing myself in the amazing sex I was having. After I came and had quietened down, I became aware of of noises downstairs. Of all the people, my actual dad had come home early. There was no way he hadn't heard it. He, my ex found it fucking hilarious and I was mortified. Oh. Oh. My dad never mentioned it and I doubt he never will. Oh. Cringe. Oh, the pain. Sweet dad. Sweet dad for never mentioning it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, a sweet dad. I, I'd, I'd love for him to be like, take the piss out of her. Like, if we were cool about talking about sex with our parents, yeah. I, I'd love for him to just be like, oh, what? Yes, daddy. Like, to take the piss oh, and be no. like, oh, I fucking heard. I know. I don't know. Oh. I think no. you get drunk, you get a little tipsy with your dad and you talk about yeah. it. I think that would be like, yeah. make it level playing field. Like, I remember the first time I got drunk with my dad and like had a boyfriend around and I made some like really off color sex joke about like, <laughs> right? Like the guy who's inside me is sitting right next to my dad. And I said, and he was just like, Kelsey, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what the fuck? And it like broke that. this nice barrier of like, yeah. okay, now we, you know, now we can talk about sex. And now yeah. my dad, like, when I had like an HPV scare at the end of last year, he was like super fucking involved in it. Oh. It was like and looking up like stuff. And so it's like, you got to break that barrier 
with yeah. it and i yeah. think alcohol is the best way to do that that is yeah, that is true that is, i i yeah. my dad's always been like super weird about like me doing this podcast oh. and like what we do oh. he's never really understood it until he got his new girlfriend who's become like our biggest fan yes. and she like watches everything so she she's been watching like she was watching my breakup diaries where i was talking about my new sexual explorations yeah. and i was talking about like a bit of like dom and sub play and like bdsm stuff and then i get a phone call from my dad like a couple of days later with like a bit of a he was just like florence um no like with your dating and stuff i just wanted to make sure that you're being like really really safe because Aww. like obviously because of what you do like there's going to be a lot of people out there that might want to take advantage of you oh, and, sweet um, and, and then i was just like wait have you watched the latest breakup diaries and he was like yes I was like, <laughs> I was like, Dad, that's not for you to to watch but i think that's amazing yeah i, <laughs> I know like, i was I quite like shocked though it was cute but it was because he was obviously scared that someone was gonna like probably rape and kill me when i was like tied up or sure. something yeah. yeah i mean of course, course. like he's he's never <laughs> gonna nightmare. move away from like wanting to protect his child yeah, yeah. like my... wouldn't it be cool though if they could post about like your successes to their friends on facebook and be yes. like proud yeah. like my daughter's a sex positive queen like yeah i just in my world, I just do not see that happening yeah. anytime soon. I mean, my, my yeah. mum does, but my dad, like, I I asked him yeah, to vote mom. for us in this, um, in the Webby Awards. And bless him, he he couldn't, he was like, I'm trying to search for Come Curious, but I can't find you. And I was like, it's it's called Fucks Given. It took me three times to be like, the podcast is called Fucks Given. He was like, I don't want to see my, do-. this is in a group WhatsApp with like, a, you know, oh, like a whole family. Um, I don't want to see my daughter's ass, and I was like, "Well, it's your fault, really. You made that, so you're kind of just <laughs> you like, I was like whatever prude and you're like way. taking the piss." Yeah, that's so true. That's so fucking so like my dad's true. just the it's same deviant. Fault. Like, get over it, man. Like, you created yeah, like, me. Yeah, <laughs> you don't think I know in the fucking eighties that yeah. you were fucking exactly. okay. I've heard stories. Mate, my, sir. my dad was the coolest. He used to make fetish furniture. He used to properly go to sex parties. Like he was so cool. And the fact How that he's he not like, okay with saying your ass then. I don't know. Maybe he's just like uh, he, he was it's probably making a joke. Maybe it was it was, it was, like it a, was dad a dad joke. joke. Yeah. Like a I don't want to see that, but really like I'm actually proud of you. Oh, oh yeah, probably there you go. Love you. Yeah. I just looked at the time and like seen that we so need to wrap oh, this up. Yeah, like we've oh, we let's go. really we need to. Yeah. We really need to fuck off. Thank you Stop. so okay. much Thank for you. coming oh, on the yeah. podcast. Kelsey, it's been Love absolutely it. amazing. It's been so good. a total dream. Um, it was my dream. <laughs> Dream we're gonna have to come we're gonna have to come LA hang out you're gonna have yes. to come London and we'll get you some like good old London LA. dick it'll be beautiful yeah. give me some London there yes. yeah. <laughs> um, please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you yes curious fuckers come listen to confidently insecure I think yes. you guys will love the topics if you guys like this kind of stuff yeah uh, it only gets weirder from here and, uh, <laughs> just Vera on all the things yeah, yeah. Check, out, check out our episode on her podcast coming soon yeah <laughs> yes. out already it. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be wild everyone please remember to subscribe to this podcast give it a rating and a review because we love 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 reading them i was gonna say watching them i was like reading them yeah and 
<laughs> go follow us on Instagram at Come Curious, at Florence Bark, and Read Amber X. If you can, write into us your sex stories and sex <gasps> questions at F U F K S Given Podcast at gmail.com. This is why you do this bit because I can oh, never remember yeah. how to say it. Sorry, and you do the Instagram bit. I'm sorry, yeah. I screwed up. You fucked up, Meg. That's ten spanks for you, Daddy. Ooh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you all. Bye. Bye.